I listen, I'm a secondary Mets fan. I'm not ashamed to say it. Family's all Mets fans. I watch basically every Mets game. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's times where I watch more Mets games than Red Sox games just because <laughs> just because <laughs> one, I love Right. Welcome back to the <laughs> Tipsy Tailgate Media. I'm Aiden. I'm Ben. And we got Monty in the back here. Sal is not with us. Thank today. God there's no Sal today. <laughs> to ruin this podcast by mentioning the Mets. Oh. Who are gonna be the most disappointing team in baseball, but we'll get that we'll get back to that. Whoa. Okay, a little tease at the intro, a little tease yep. from the top. Uh this is Tipsy Tailgate Podcast. Um I'm very excited about this one. I'm super excited. We're talking baseball. This is my sport. This is a sport that I love. Um, you know, we've got opening day, March 28th, four days from now. And we'll be the show. If you got the pre-order, just came out yesterday. Unreal. Uh, yesterday. It's unreal. Already a great game. Unreal. Even though some of the ratings are sketchy, I do want to really quickly. Kyle Schwarber, 78 or 76. Happy Devers, 81, Aiden. Yeah. It's I mean, a little... I don't know what we're doing there. A little bizarre. Um... Sony Studios. We're, we're going to get to this soon in a bit as well, but the Red Sox suck. But the one thing they have is Rafi Devers. <laughs> and in the game, in the game they didn't even give him that. So, yeah. So, okay. So we're going to get to that. But I'm excited. I want to mention we're going to go through division by division rankings, breakout players, breakout teams, um, where we kind of see the division falling out, awards, uh, and a lot more. So, bets that you might take if, if you're leading on a rookie of the year, MVP, whatever it is. So there's a lot coming on today, and uh, we're excited. Let's get into it right away with a quick note I want to make. The shift being banned, as well as pitch clock, as well as bigger bases, that's going to change the game more than a lot of people think. And don't be surprised if a lot of what we think is going to happen this year, you know, even happens more or or complete opposite because yeah. there could be teams like like the Diamondbacks if they could play small ball well enough mm-hmm. and get on base and and bunt over and steal with bigger bases and the pitch clock. There's definitely a chance that there's teams that could explode out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. take these predictions as take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, really, that's really what it is. Like because you never know what the true changes are. I gonna. think in a game like baseball, more than any other sport. Radical rule changes such as this one completely changes the complexion of certain teams. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that, like, I think in the way that baseball has been traditionally played, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about the Red Sox the whole time. This is just a just for a bit here, <laughs> even though I love them. <laughs> um, any other, this team in last year's rules would have sucked. Would have been awful. Would have been terrible. Wouldn't have a chance. Probably win seventy games, seventy-five games at most. With the new rule changes, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That could put them back in the race. Mm-hmm. With no shift, Rafi Devers, I expect to hit over like three twenty. I think he's going to be insane. Yeah, there's. I completely agree. It's gonna. We we don't know the full effect of it until after the se- and, full season. And, and a pitch clock. Obviously, Sale has his own issues. A pitch clock plays perfectly to his skill set of just grip it and rip it. Uh, he's always done that. Um, now batters aren't. Well, now they're expecting it, but at the same time, other pitchers aren't. So you, every time that he takes the mound, he has that advantage over whoever's on the opposing uh, opposing yeah. team's mound. And for every advantage, there are disadvantages. Kenley Jensen, who's like the slowest pitcher in the yeah. league, you know, he's got to do That's a dramatic change of things. Yeah. So there's a <clears throat> there's a lot to be seen, basically. With the new rule changes, so keep that in mind. We're going to start off AL East, though. Probably one of the best divisions in baseball. And uh, I'll start real quick. I think the Yankees are my pick to win the division. Mm-hmm. But I'm not super sold on on it, you know. I think they're the safest. They're the safest team to win oh. the division. But I don't think that they have the highest ceiling in the division. I'll tell you why in a second. So... With the Yankees in particular, they added Carlos Rodon. I'll still count Frankie Montas. They're, uh, he struggled, but mm-hmm. their uh, trade deadline uh, acquisition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Rodon's a great add. Yeah. I don't love this lineup as much as a lot of people do. I really don't. I think they're older. I think they're going to start regressing. I think you know you get you get what you get out of Rizzo, LeMahieu, mm-hmm. all those guys. But 
you know, if you're expecting Judge to do what he did last year and the older players around him, like I just mentioned, to do that and more, I don't think you're making a realistic expectation for them. Uh, I think a huge thing for them is if Volpe and their youth could take that super jump up and become, Mm -hmm. you know, set in stone like these guys can ball. If that's the case, then, yeah, I think that they could hit 100 wins. Right now I have them at 90 to 95 wins. What about you? I have them from 96 to 102 wins. So I think that they're going to be an elite team this year. I think they're going to be the best team uh, in the AL East. Uh, The Blue Jays are very good. I'm not taking anything away from the Blue Jays. Um, Again, a very – they're kind of the opposite of the Yankees right now, a very young and talented team. Uh, I think the Yankees have guys on their team that are ready to win a championship right now where I don't think the Blue Jays are quite ready for that. I think they're one or two years away from that, but still they're win- they're, they've built a winning culture that has been successful the last two years. But I have the Yankees at – I'm fuck it, I'll say it. They're going to win 101 to 102 games. They're going to be a 101 team this year. I think they're going to be very good, very, very good. Um, wow. I think Judge is going to be energized by this contract that he just signed. I think he's obviously the organization has a lot of faith in him. So I think that um, he's going to reward their faith in him. Uh, I think Stanton's due for a bit of a bounce back here. I don't think Stanton had his best stuff last year at all. Uh, and I love Anthony Rizzo. I'm one of those guys. I'm not a big, like, age is a killer in baseball, especially mm-hmm. when you don't have – it's different. When your team's like a retirement home, that's bad. But if you have one or two guys that are older and can still play, that's fine with me. And then, as you just said, Carlos Rodon, that might be one of my – I hate to say it as a Red Sox fan. That's one of my favorite signings in the offseason based on a need uh, <laughs> yeah, that the team great had. Signing. Absolutely great signing. The Yankees really addressed the need. They added more depth to their rotation. So, yeah, I'm scared of the Yankees this year for sure. They're, they're going to be a great team. Yeah, I, um, I'm, not that, I'm not as high as – I think that last year they had everything going for them in the first half and then kept it going. They fizzled a out. A little bit end. of a – yeah, exactly. A little of a fizzle out. But they were still dominant for that second half as well. And – I think this year is going to be more of a they're expecting, all right, where's the dominance? Yep. And I feel like the dominance will never come, but they'll be consistent and they'll be they'll be good. They're going to be very good. Um, don't get that wrong, but I don't think that they're a team that's primed to make a deep run in the playoffs. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm just a Sox I, fan. I think they I finally have – I think the thing that's held them back in the past is – they didn't have the rotation to do it. Garrett Cole's a choker in the playoffs. I mean, right now their pitching's their their best part. I mean, it, especially now, the bullpen. It, it as went well. from a weakness to a strength. Yeah. So I, I think it's not necessarily about their lineup. Even though I do like their lineup, their pitching is just gross now. Mm-hmm. And then you add that with Judge, with Stanton, with Lemayhew, with Rizzo. Uh, who knows what Donaldson can do? You know what I'm saying? You know, I think they. I think Boone just said that. Uh, that the old Donaldson, the, the old Donaldson, still within him. We just need to see him come out, yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, Aaron Boone's a boob. Aaron Boob <laughs> is what I call him. Like he's a loser. Uh, but the team as a whole is gross. Okay, so next, I'm going Blue Jays. I think I have them at 90 to 100 wins. I think they have the highest ceiling in the division, which might be a crazy take, but no, I don't you know, think it's crazy. This is a team that I was extremely high on last year. They didn't really, you know, fully get going. Some injuries, some, you know, cold streaks, whatever it was. I think that they could win 100 games. I think they could break 100 wins. Um, and I think that they could be, there could be breakouts all across the board. I think, you know, Vladdy's primed to get back on track. He had a little bit of a slower year for parts last season. Mm-hmm. They added Dalton Varsho, who's a great piece, who was on the D-backs last year. Brandon Belt, another veteran guy. Chris Bassett, the pitcher from the, uh, I really the A's like that and then the Mets. I really like that. Ad. I mean, I think this team's Alex Manoa is legit. Watch out for him for Cy Young. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got a lot of pieces right now. And, um, I mean, Alexandro Kirk came out to be the maybe the best catcher in baseball, one of the top three, five catchers in baseball last year. The Blue Jays are going to be good, and I think if everything clicks together, Bo Bichette's a beast. You know, they're running out of a window in terms of before they have to pay these guys right. super contracts. Right. They lost Teoscar Hernandez. They traded him to the Mariners. But I think, you know, there's something to be said for moving around guys. Dalton Varsho's a new face in there. He's going to be good. He could hit for power. Uh, I think this team's going to be good. I, I think they're going to be good. I could see them at 90 to 100 wins. I could see them potentially winning that division. Yeah, I don't. I think they're a very good team, but I don't see them winning the division over the Yankees. I have them around 92, 93 wins. Mm-hmm. A very good team. Um, a team that if they get hot in the playoffs, they could make some noise. Okay. But 
One thing that really disappointed me last year was the way that they performed in the playoffs. That that yeah. was I know that the Blue Jays kind of have this like stink to them of like don't perform in the biggest moment. It's kind of like the Maple Leafs. It might just be a Toronto thing. Could be. Um <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I I really like the Blue Jays. I love Vladdy Guerrero. I, yeah. I I think everyone does, but he's one of my favorite players to watch. He's a special player. Uh, I know Bo Bichette's gross, but he's a tool bag, so I don't like him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't. I disagree with you in the sense that they could win the division. I mean, anyone could. Let's be honest, anyone could in baseball. But I don't see them doing it, and I have them at ninety-two wins. Okay. Um, next up for me, going with the Boston Red Sox, our team. <laughs> you know, if you haven't seen already, we're going to be making weekly episodes, uh, speaking socks, our other podcast, me and Ben. Um, specifically into the Sox niche, so uh, definitely check that out if you're a Sox fan. But I've got them. I th- want to see me freak out <laughs> twice a week. Yes, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. They're my biggest boomer bust team, uh, maybe in the American League. I have them at from 75 to 91 <laughs> wins. It's the that's biggest your heart. That's your heart. That's that's not brains. That's it's your the heart. Biggest, it's the biggest margin I have. 75 to 91 at the top end. I think they're like I said, boomer bust. Call me Red Sox homer, but I think if this team gets hot, there's definitely a chance that we could make a sneaky 2021-esque playoff playoff appearance. I don't think the run, but I think we make an appearance possibly. Now, I think that there are sneaky additions that people aren't really rating high enough. Um, <laughs> like what? No. Well, okay, listen, outside so, of listen, so we're gonna we're outside gonna keep, of Masataka. Yeah, we're gonna keep cool. Masataka to the side because we're gonna touch on him in a second. But Corey Kluber, all right? You know, I get it. He's old. He's our opening day starter. That's never a great. He's our sign. opening day starter. It's never a great sign. He's but, our opening day starter. But as a Red Sox I, fan, okay, yes. Okay, I say this all the time when I'm talking about the Sox. You're not just any other team. You're the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. You're one of the most iconic no, sports franchises in the world. And your opening day starter is Corey Kluber at like 42 years old. Yeah. No. What are we doing? Yeah. It, and I get it. I I get it. <laughs> what for is sure. that? I get it for sure. But you know, Kenley Jansen's in. Of course, we don't know how he's going to be this year. Justin Turner, finally back. I like the, that one. Face injury. I like that one. Uh, took a ball to the face in spring training. He's back, though. Adam Duvall. I really like this one. I really like this one. He's got a cannon, and he's a good fielder, and he could hit for some power. He's a righty. Watch out for what he could do with yeah, the monster. Yeah, but he doesn't – like, people are trying to say that he's, like, the new Hunter Renfro. I don't. I think I he's a step. I think he's a half a step behind Hunter Renfro. But, Hunter Renfro was know? nasty. Yeah, he was. I exactly. think that's a forgotten piece well, from what that team had. Oh, he was great, and he was a phenomenal fielder as well. And then Chris Martin at, at relief, and then of course I like Chris Martin too. I think that was a good move. I, I like, and then of course the biggest one, Yoshi Mazataka Yoshida. Um, he's phenomenal. He, he's gross. He went the entire World Baseball Classic besides in that championship game without striking. Yeah. Yeah, like four for five in the game before. He's disgusting. Um, he's gonna be great for us. I have no doubt in my mind. You'll, you'll see why. I think he'll be rookie of the year. Um, I agree. He's he's we gonna get be, that one out of the way. I think he'll be rookie yeah, of the year. He's gonna now, be yeah. phenomenal. Um, but I think that this all comes down to, like I said, the new style of baseball that's being introduced with the rules. If we can get hot, Alex Cora is still, in my opinion, one of the best managers in baseball. I think he's the best manager. He just has a horrible. Definitely team. has a case to be made for, and I think. If the veterans produce to to what they could produce, Brian Bayo comes in, Tristan Casas comes in, Jaron Duran looked better in spring training. I, um, Rami Ramiel Tapia. We've got guys like uh, uh, Jorge Alfaro hit a moonshot yesterday in spring training. There's there's pieces where like it's one of those things where if everything goes right, like I said, 91 wins, possibly okay. sneaking in the playoffs. So if, if if one or two pieces doesn't go right. 75 wins could easily see it. That's my take. What do you think? Okay. So, if everything goes right for the Red Sox, they're an 88-win team. They suck. Playoffs? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) They suck. They are so bad. And you know what? I'm going to root for them to be bad because they already locked up Rafi. He can't go anywhere. (laughs) You're stuck here, Rafi. Stuck here, Rafi. Um, You have to stay. And then we can fire Bloom because he sucks at his job. I could do his job. I could do it. Take over. I could do his job from this room. I don't even have to move back to Boston. I can. I can just stay here and look at my computer, and I'll see better players than he has. He sucks. He sucks. Bloom is a joke. He's one of the worst things to ever happen to Boston sports ever, and that includes Bobby Valentine, who is the worst baseball manager I have ever seen in my life. Bobby Bloom blows. 
blows. <laughs> how do you let... I'm still not over this. How do you let Xander Bogarts walk? He wanted to be here. He wanted to take less than he should have made to be here. He wanted to do it a full year ago. A full year before you let him go, he wanted to sign a team-friendly deal, and you wouldn't do it. Waiting's what screwed up. For what? For Justin Turner at 38? What is he, 38? This team sucks. Yep. This team blows. Blows. So you're not, not high. No. <laughs> what's your what's your range? Um, 70 to 83 wins. Oof. Okay. All right, so they stink. Know, we're going to monitor. This is obviously – we can talk about the Red Sox for days, but that's what's going to happen with Speaking Sox. So if you want more of that, check that out. I don't know. Um, we might have to cancel Or maybe less. Speaking <laughs> we'll cancel Sox it. this year. Um, the next team I have, the Rays, 85 to 90 wins. They're the the most bust-list team in baseball in terms of – Yeah. Their, I couldn't agree with you more floor, Yeah, their floor Could not agree is with you more. very high, but I don't think there's that much boom to them. Um. Now, with that said, if Wander Franco really breaks out to who we all think he could be, throw my prediction out the window. Throw it out. Um, they got, you know, Wander Franco, Randy Rosarina, Isaac Paredes, big fan of his. Uh, they're, they're a pitching factory. You know, they, they're both they're a baseball ridiculous. Factory. They are a baseball factory. They're what Heim Bloom thinks the th- Red Sox are. Yes. Um, they didn't make any additions. Zach Eflin is basically their only big addition. With they don't need said, to though, make them, though. With that said, though, they're, they're very young. You know, they just traded Austin Meadows last year for Isaac Paredes and, and more. Um, they've got a lot of youth. This basically comes down to health mm-hmm. and if the youth can take that next step. Right. If they do, this team, I've got them from 85 to 90 wins. I don't think they could win more than 95 games. I don't think they're going to lose more than 85 in any scenario. So they're going to be there uh, definitely third, third, in my opinion, either third or second in the division. Yeah. Unless the Red Sox get hot, I can't see them at four. Okay, but. so I will agree with you on the Sox in the sense that if there's one team that they can leap this year, it's the Rays. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen. The Rays, as you just said, they're relying on a lot of young pieces that need to pop. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that some of them have already popped. and uh, oh, of course. They're already phenomenal. So um, the Rays do need a bit more of a veteran presence, I think. But that's something that you can deal with in the middle of the season when it's looking like, oh, I don't know if they can handle the dog days of summer. I don't know if they can handle the the tough uh, tough terrain in the middle of the season. We need to add a veteran in here. Then you deal with it. So I don't expect them uh, to win any less than 83 games. Um, I expect them to win much more than that. I expect them to be in the 90 to 90, uh, mid-90s range if all goes well for them and they stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I basically agree with you, but I don't see the Sox jumping them. So, and then to round out the division, I have the Orioles from 75 to 87 wins. I know that top end is a little high. I might have to adjust it to, like, an 85. Yeah. But this team is solid. I, I like a lot of their pieces. They are, their pitching is suspect. I really like this lineup, though. Uh, you've got guys like I'm, – I'm, like, sort of falling in love with this roster because – there's Adley Rutschman, who's like one of my favorite players in the in the game. Probably going to be the best catcher in baseball this year, um, if not top three. Gunnar Hendricks, uh, Henderson, their their rookie. You know he's spectacular. He's going to be amazing this year. Austin Hayes is very good as well. Cedric Mullins, an All Star. He's great. He was playing for Team USA. Anthony Santander. Now, what really hurts them is two things. They didn't make many moves this offseason. They got James McCann and Adam Frazier. Mm-hmm. Big deal. It's not, you know, Adam Frazier's a solid piece. Mm-hmm. James McCann is garbage. Uh, pitching injuries to John Means, their best pitcher, Grayson Rodriguez, their best pitching prospect, and then D.L. Hall, their other best pitching prospect. That really hurts. That, <coughs> that along with not making many moves this offseason, hinders their possibility to, to hit. But I do think there's some chance that if they make progress, say they hit 80 wins, something like that, this season – that in the offseason, they, they, they make a huge splash. Yeah. They get a star. you know, And I think that they could because the amount of guys they have, they have enough prospects okay, to facilitate I, a trade, whatever it is. I agree with you in the sense of any team who's young and scraps their way to 82 or 80 wins, that's when you make the big move. Yeah. What free agent wants to play for the Orioles? That's the thing. That's it. Well, the, the trade. Well, the trade idea, that could work. 100%. The free agent, I'm not sure. You have to trade yeah. for a big piece, but, and then if he's there and he's successful, then free agents want to come play. The, 
I completely agree. I also don't know how he he feels about the situation, but Shohei Otani picked the Angels, a historically garbage organization to go to. Yes, they have Mike Trout. Wasn't that more yes, about West in, Coast though? Yeah, yes, they're in like Los Angeles. You know, I understand that. I I also think that there's a chance that he's not. He doesn't really want to be in the biggest market, but we'll see. That's to be said. He can go to the Dodgers. Well, now he, I think it was honestly with the Otani thing, not to get too far off the track. There. He didn't want to start in a huge I market. That. I expect Otani to go to the Red Sox. I, I think we fire Bloom, and then Henry Drop realizes, bag. oh shit, we haven't made a big splash, and that's why we suck. And then boom, you get Shohei Otani. I expect Otani to go to That'll three teams. Play. That, that'll play. <laughs> Red Sox, Yankees, Mets. Those are the three teams that I expect him to go to. Do you have the same three teams for you're not a Dodger, you're not on the Dodgers? Nope. Same three teams for the for Juan Soto, or is he a little different of a situation? I think Soto's destined to be a Yankee. Ooh, don't want to see that. Not the short porch. <laughs> um AL Central. I think this is one of two of the hardest divisions to make sense of. That's because there's a lot of teams that could be great. But are good right now, or are great I think, right now? I think the Guardians are legitimately very good. I think they are too, and let's get right into it. I have them from eighty to ninety-three wins. I think that injuries and some stuff, you know, they take a step back, could hit the bottom end mm-hmm. where they're at eighty. I also think there's a chance that they could dominate, go to 93, 95 wins. No, I, I have them in that range. I have them winning exactly. ninety-three to ninety-five games. Yeah. I, I, I saw one thing that you have written here: Josh Bell signing. Love Phenomenal. It. Great and Phenomenal. good price tag as well. I think it was like 16 million, 18, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Not much. Uh, Mike Zunino as well. The biggest power hitting catcher mm-hmm. in the league right now. Um, hits for no average, but you know, the pop is, is there. There's a lot of youth. I think the additions help. Tristan McKenzie is disgusting. Yep. Shane Bieber is disgusting. He's um, gross. You know, He's so uh, gross. Andres Jimenez uh, from the Mets in that trade, in that Lindor trade. Then the other piece, um, Ahmed Rosario. They have they have the guys. They have the guys. I think this team, they they are my bet to win the division. I took them in a bet win a, win the division, win the AL Central. Mm-hmm. I really like what they're doing. Um, hopefully, they take another step up and advance. But uh, unless you have another thing to touch on, them. no. I I just I think that the Guardians are easily the favorite in this division. Yeah, I think I, they have the best manager. I think that they have. The best high-end talent, I'll say that, in the division. I think they're just meant to win it. As you said, Bieber is yeah. they're, oh, he's disgusting. so gross. They're my favorite team, um, and not even to Emmanuel. Uh, Emmanuel uh, Classe, disgusting closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got all the pieces. They've got all the guys. The one thing I want to mention is I don't think that they have the highest ce- ceiling in the division, and that's because I think the Twins do I- because – if so, Correa bringing back Correa is huge. That's not even yeah. the most important part of this team. Ready? You want to hear it? If Byron Buxton stays healthy for a full season, yeah, he he's gonna be he's gonna win the MVP. There's no doubt in my mind. He's insane. He's he's a full five tool player. This guy is one of the fastest players in the league. He hits. He's been hitting for so much power. He can hit for an average. He can. Uh, he's one of the best fielders in the in the game. And I mean, this guy is exactly what you need out of a player. He just needs to stay healthy, and it's legitimate. He has an injury problem. He hasn't played more than like more seventy games. I don't think mm-hmm. years, maybe a hundred. I don't know what the stat he, is. He has a serious injury. Serious problem. injury problem. With that said, they bring Correa back. Like I said, they they uh, got Pablo Lopez in a trade, which sent Luis Arias, which hurts. Um, uh, Luis Arias, he's batting title last year. You know. Batting average galore. This guy's a beast. Michael A. Taylor they bring in, who's maybe the best one of the best fielders in the league. Christian Vasquez, former sock at catcher, and then I was like just I said, about to mention that one. I love that move for this team. Yeah, I mean, I love that move. He's so clutch, and he's a great veteran piece as mm-hmm. well. Now, mm-hmm. you know, he's been around long enough where he has a good and touch, listen, for, a good I, sense for the league. I know that Sonny Gray and Kenta Maeda weren't what the Twins were expecting them to be last year, but hey, that happens. Yeah, uh, you, you can baseball. have a bounce back yeah. year. Uh, you can go so easily. You yeah. can you can have horrible seasons and then an MVP caliber season. I'm not saying that they will. I'm yeah. not saying that at all. But I think they're going to be very good this year. So I, I agree with you that the Twins may have a higher ceiling than the Guardians do, but the Guardians are definitely the sh- more the sure pick. Th- yeah, the more sure to win exactly. the division. Um, but 
keep an eye out on Byron Buxton, man. If he stays healthy, watch out. The White Sox, they're another team that I think has a half a step below the Twins on their ceiling. I'm not high on them. Well, that's so that so that's the thing, you know. They've been expected, 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 underperform, underperform. Larusa's gone now. Tony Larusa as their manager. Probably about something that started out so well and then just turned to shit. Yeah. So their new manager is Pedro Grifoil. Um, they have a lot of young pieces. You know, mm-hmm. they've got pitching. Lance Lynn is good. Not not to say that he's young, but they have young pieces. And then on a separate note, their pitching is good. Dylan Cease is very good. Mm-hmm. Almost, I believe he was top three in strikeouts last year. Uh, maybe led, actually he might have led the, no, yeah, top three. Uh, Lance Lynn, they got Mike Clevenger now. You know, that's to be seen. I know he was in some legal issues. Uh, it does hurt. Liam Hendricks is away from the team with cancer. We're wishing him the best. Uh, one of the best closers in yeah. the league. Maybe one of the best of the decade for Prayers a while. to him. Uh, and then they added, like I said, Mike Clevenger and Andrew Benintendi, another former sock guy. Actually, crazy fact, they gave Andrew Benintendi the biggest deal in White Sox history, which I think is a joke. I don't. I, I like Benintendi. I think he's solid. I am not giving him the biggest contract in franchise history. I understand it's not a franchise that's been known for the best baseball players and whatever, but that's crazy to me. And I get contracts go up. That's absurd to me. I think this team, I like Eloy Jimenez a lot. I've always liked Yoan Moncada. Tim Anderson's a baller. Uh, Luis Robert is disgusting. It's a lot of moving pieces, though. If they stay healthy, they could be dangerous. That's my take on them. I've, I have them from 75 to 95. They're probably the second biggest window boomer bust I have in maybe in the entire league. Yeah, I'm, I'm not high on the White Sox at all this year, and I think they have a talented enough roster, but I don't like their culture. I, I haven't it, it liked their culture toxic. for the last four years or so. And then you had a guy like Clevenger who... Legal issues. Who knows what is going on. I mean, we have an idea. But it, it, <laughs> we have an idea. Like, let me see if I, they might have been cleared up recently. I don't, Let's see. Like, anytime uh, you see abuse allegations, that's yeah, you're not gonna want that. It's not it. It's it's that's like, what are you doing? Okay, so we won't fa- face discipline, but still. I mean, still. the fact take that it with a grain of salt. Where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, 100%. so I, I'm not a fan of their culture. And what they have going on there, it kind of started with La Russa when it became it became a, toxic. a little bit toxic with I him mean, there. When um, ah, oh, why am I blanking on his name? The catcher, um, uh, he hit a grand slam on uh, Yasmani Grandal. No, 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 no. Um, oh my gosh, uh, three. It was a three zero count. Do you know what I'm talking about? Three zero. Yerman Mercedes. Yerman yes, Mercedes. Yes. Yes. He he was he had a great run, started the year. He's never been good on in any other team, any other position. Has a great year. Is going, is going, is going, whatever. Hits a 3-0 bomb off of a position player. Yep. yep. Um might have been a grand slam too. I, know, I think it was a homer. I, I believe I it was slam. a grand slam. Yeah. Um hit the bomb. I get it. In, the, in a blowout, whatever. Larusa reamed him. I think he got sent down. Mm-hmm. Came back up. Was never the same. He's on a different team now. He's probably in the minors. Destroyed this guy's confidence. Yeah. Destroyed his life. Really? No, he really. He, he ruined his career. Like, listen, Tony, it's not 1965 anymore. Yeah. You, you, you can adapt. You can swing You can swing the bat regardless of the score. It's okay. You can show emotion. How do you feel on the White Sox? What's your range? I see them winning, know. like, 82 games max. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm not a fan of them this year. I could see, And it's very possible, like I said. Now, the next team I'm very excited for, the Kansas City Royals. I like the Royals a lot. That's yeah. always a team that I like to root for. Uh, I think they have some potential. They're definitely not a playoff team, but I'm starting to like the roster more and more. Now, with that said, Bobby Witt, I think, takes another major step up. I think he's going to break out. I think Vinny Pasquatino, baby, this guy is a stud. He is. He had, I think, he had like 10 home runs, 295 in like a handful of games last year when he got called up. Mm-hmm. Played for Team uh, Italy in the World Baseball Classic. This guy's going to be a star. This guy's going to be a superstar in this league. Watch the breakout this year. Uh, and then they've got guys, Sal Poe, uh, one of the best catchers in the league, maybe of the decade. MJ Melendez, another catcher slash outfielder prospect who's very good. Nick Prado, another good uh, add, uh, bat to this lineup. And then, of course, they got pitchers. Pitching's not fully there, but Brady Singer, there's some potential there. Dylan Lynch, there's a lot of potential there. And then Chris uh, Bubik, or Bubik, I think. Bubik. Bubik. <laughs> uh, those are guys to watch. I think this team could go from 70 to 85 wins. They're they're one of the teams that I could see 
making a big jump this year and hitting like 85 wins, surprising a lot of teams. Yeah, I have them around 77 wins. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I, I agree with you that they have they have a lot of talent, but they're not ready yet. And they're young. Yeah. I think that I think that this division in particular has two teams at the top, and it's a it's sizable margin okay. between the other teams. And the reason for that margin is partly because the Detroit Tigers are a joke. Yeah, they suck. They suck. Uh, I'm tired of believing in the Tigers maybe playing well. You know, I don't care about Javier Baez. I don't care about, you know, I keep hearing about all these pitching prospects. What would they have? Matt Manning, um, Alex Fajardo. Maybe if they had Peyton Manning. (laughs) Maybe they needed (laughs) Peyton Manning. Uh, Who are the other guys? Um, Casey Mize. I mean, there are guys. And then your legend retires. I know that he wasn't what he was, but I mean, he's a presence nonetheless. Of course. And you were still horrible. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I've been waiting on their core pitching prospects to hit for so long, and like maybe it's this year, but I'm not convinced anymore. No, I've lost hope. No, they're... I do give them credit though. Riley Green and I think Spencer Torkelson watched the breakout there. Um, they might they might be ballers this year, and yeah. if that happens, 75 to 70 or 65 to 75 wins, I could see it. If not, I'm not a big fan of the team. Yeah, I. We can just move on. They suck. They're really- uh, I have I have one in this division that I'm gonna hit the just skip it. Uh, Astros AL West. I have the Astros winning the AL West. Now, they're another thing where it's kind of Yankees Blue Jays. They're not the same team as last year. They're still gonna be disgusting. Don't get me wrong. They lost Verlander. That hurts a lot. They added Jose Abreu. That helps a lot. Luis Garcia has to be um ch- completely switching his windup. Probably not going to affect him much because of the pitch clock, but probably won't affect him that much. Something to monitor. Jose Abreu is a big get, though he is getting up there in age. Altuve broke his pinky. He's going to be out for at least two months in the World Baseball Classic. You know, I think there's a little bit of a hit there from pitching. You've got the, you've got uh, Verlander out. They are a factory. I'm not doubting that they'll bring right. someone up. That's going to be disgusting. Framber Valdez is filthy. Um, Jeremy Pena steps in and is one of the best shortstops in baseball. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Jeremy. Um, it's it's kind of tough to go against them. I think they're 90 to 98 wins. I don't think their ceiling is super, super, you know, there. Like, I don't think they're touching 105 wins. I'm not, I don't think they're dominating. I think they're getting business done, and they make a run in the playoffs just like they do. They're baseball factory, and Jordan Alvarez is one of the best players in the game. This might be a very unpopular take. I have their ceiling at 89 wins. Oh wow! I don't think they're big gonna be, step back. I don't think they're going to be a great team. I don't see it. Everyone's acting like losing Justin Verlander is like getting yeah a, a lot of yeah. getting a coffee. It's like <laughs> he doesn't it's not grow, getting a coffee. Doesn't grow on trees, yeah, guys. He like he kind of just won the Cy Young. He's kind of a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's pretty gross. Yeah, he's like <laughs> 40, and he just won the won the Cy Young. So I, I think mean, he's good. I mean, like I don't, I don't really get it. I don't. I don't think that they're going to be that good. I think Altuve is still a great player, but as you just said, injured. He's out for two months. Mm-hmm. I Jose Abreu is a good ad, but I mean, realistically, I've been waiting for someone to join me on the on the it, Astros a little bit. Worse he's not. So Jose Abreu is an X factor now. <laughs> like I mean, I don't see it. I only, don't get it. Only in 2020 when he won the MVP. Off I, I know they're half season. I know they're great, and they're the Astros, and this and that and whatever. Shut the fuck up! Like they're not gonna be that good. It, it, like it's okay to say that. So I feel like we might be we might be catching some some magic together here, because if you don't think they're gonna be that good, I don't think they're gonna be as good. I've got the Mariners. Mariners will win the division. Wins. Mariners win the division. The Mariners will win the division. All right. They are a better team right now as currently constructed than the Houston Astros. When you take into account injuries and everything that's coming into the season, the Seattle Mariners, they have more. I think they have. I don't know if I can say that. I was going to say they uh, have more like. Firepower. They have more firepower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I think they do. Leo Rodriguez is an. Absolute stud. I'm so happy about it. This is a guy that, you know, I wish I had, I wish I was tweeting back then, but a guy that <laughs> you could ask my brother. I was so high on him when he was like 18. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's a stud. Um, absolute superstar in, in Julio Rodriguez that they have there. I think that they are my, they are my pick to finish second in that division just because I don't think the Astros lose that first spot, but I think they have the highest ceiling. I think they're a team that could hit 100 to 105 wins, potentially. Um, 
I love the way they've built this team. You know, they have so many outfield studs and young studs that they don't even know what to do with Jared Kalenic anymore, who was one of the top prospects in the game a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Logan Gilbert. Watch the breakout there. Peep, peep a quick Cy Young. Um, did you see that? The squirrel just, like, ran across the thing. Uh, he's hot, right? Yeah, let's get him the paper towels. Um, but Logan Gilbert, watch the breakout for him. He is a superstar in the making. Logan Gilbert, watch that. Uh, keep I'm an eye out. I'm a big Luis Castillo guy. Luis Castillo is disgusting. You know, that was – you saw it was Frankie Montas and, and Luis Castillo, the two guys that were moved at the deadline, the two pitching uh, – start, the two starters that were moved. Mm-hmm. Montas, absolutely awful and injured now. Luis Castillo was perfect. Everything that they wanted Everything him to worked. be. Um, and with that said, they added Teoscar Hernandez and AJ Pollock. I don't really care about AJ Pollock too much at this point, but Teoscar Hernandez is a very good get. This team is going to be good. They're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. You book it. Yeah, um, 100%. I agree with you. Uh, they have everything. They have their superstar. You have Julio Rodriguez, who is a legitimate superstar. You have your pitching staff, like you just mentioned. You have veteran presence, like we've been talking about this whole episode. Yeah. I think they're going to be phenomenal. I think they're going to win that division. And there's something to be said. I understand that the Astros have done a great job throughout this entire run of staying hungry, not letting their heads get too big, keeping their eyes on the prize. I'm sure the cheating scandal really helped with that because it motivated them more. It was kind of like the flake gate for Tom Brady. It pissed them off and motivated him. They don't have that anymore. I don't think the Astros have the same edge. And I know it's hard to say that. Right now, at this yeah. as at this moment, but I don't think they're gonna have the same edge, and I think the Very Mariners possible. have a giant chip on their shoulder, and they're ready to go. Because I don't, I think the Mariners, they got respect last year, but they were looked at as the the little brother who yeah who coming, did well. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming in trying to prove themselves that hey, I I we are real contenders. We're a real baseball team. We're here to kick your ass. So I, I'm I'm huge on the Mariners this year. I love it. I love that team. I was high on them last year, even higher this year. What about the Angels, though? I think I have them. I think I have them at seventy-eight to ninety wins this year. I think they could sneak into a wild card spot. It's Trout and Otani's last year together. Everyone knows it. You know, there's no way that they're together. They can't stay year. together. They can't. Um, they need this to go right. They basically need everything to go right yeah. for the season to work out. Probably won't. Should be entertaining though to see this season unfold. They've got solid adi- uh, additions. I don't want to to downplay their additions. Tyler Anderson's a solid pitcher, played great for the Dodgers last year. Hunter Renfro, former Sock. Brandon Drury had an insane, like, revitalized year last year for the, I believe it was the Reds and then Padres when he got traded there. And then Gio Urshela, another guy who's solid. I, I really like Gio Urshela. I like him a lot. I, lo- I love the moves. Don't get me wrong. I love the moves. The pitching still isn't fully there. And, you know, it's just one of those teams that feels cursed, to be honest. You have, I I, I the, hope they do good. I you have really the two best good. players in the world. The maybe the two best the the two most talented baseball players in the history of the game potentially. And you suck. Right there. And you suck. Crazy. You suck. You're not good. It's crazy. I don't. They're not going to make the playoffs. The only thing that could get them to the playoffs is if Trout and Shohei literally have a co MVP season where they're so good sick. that they win MVP together and carry them to the Shohei playoffs. Shohei Cy Young, Trout MVP, Shohei second MVP voter, folk getter. Can you imagine that? I mean, I... And then Trout starts pitching, Trout's a second Cy Young getter. Well, that, now we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're not good. They're not a good team. Their pitching sucks. Their they management a, isn't there. They have a pretty good lineup. I would take this lineup with some of the best in the league when you have Shohei in there. Mm-hmm. The pitching staff is awful. Yeah. And you lost one of your pitchers. Yeah. So Andrew I Heaney, right? Andrew Heaney left. So I don't I don't see it. I really don't see it. Now for the Rangers, they just brought they in suck. Jacob DeGrom. I love DeGrom. Um, you know, kind of a weird dude. Nathan Avaldi, former sock, Andrew Heaney. They got him from the Angels, I believe. Um seventy three to eighty five is my win range for them. I love that they're trying to be good, but I think their entire method of building this roster is completely wrong. It's, I think it's very flawed. It's very flawed. They're throwing money at superstars, mm-hmm. a ton of money, maybe too much money. You need to build. And they're not the, developing within, really. You right? need to build the base and then sign the stars. 
Um, That's how you do it. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, Jonah Heim, great. Josh Chung has the potential to be great. These are young guys. Uh, I really like Heim especially. And they're throwing money. You know, DeGrom, Seager, Corey Seager, that is. Uh, Marcus Simeon, Nathan Avaldi. It has to be good for something, right? Like, hopefully, I mean, but... I don't know. I don't love the way they developed their team. I don't really love the way they've built this team. I do want to mention, though, from And That's Baseball, shout out my guy. Check his YouTube channel out. He did want to mention Corey Seager, without the shift, could hit 40 points better in his batting average. He's one of those guys that maybe gets one of the biggest bumps due to Mm -hmm. the shift being banned. So something to monitor. Who knows? I hope this team does good because I don't want to see DeGrom go to a team and have nothing to play for. I want to see him pitch yeah. a 170 ERA again for a full season. I well, want to see that. This, the, the moves that the Rangers have made aren't to play winning baseball. They're to sell tickets. Yeah. And if, yeah, that, if, that's, that's, what, what seems like. if that's what they want to do, fine. Fine. Then you've succeeded. People are going to go to your games again. You're right. That's, that's This team good. sucks. Yeah. They're not um, good. You know <laughs> You know, you want to know what a team that sucks? <laughs> the, Oakland the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's. <laughs> you know, they're terrible. <laughs> 55 to 65 wins. Worst team in baseball. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Unless you have anything to say. No. No. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm going to repeat my prediction from last year, but with a different team. The A's will break the loss record. I, I the like The A's that. will break the loss record. I, you know what? I they're like They're brutal. That. Mark that down. They are brutal. Like that one. They are so bad. They're they're terrible. Um, <laughs> they're they just need to go to Vegas, get a new owner, get a new team. Yeah, all yeah. Of them. Imagine they're, the they're Las Vegas so A's. not competitive right now. The Las Vegas A's would be kind of sick. That would be pretty cool. Um, Poor Oakland, they're losing everything. <laughs> they lose everything. <laughs> they even lost the Warriors to San oh Francisco. My God, they lose everything. Um, now to the NL, NL East. Now this is the, in my opinion, the most the other toughest dif- division to make sense of. I'm starting off. I, listen, I'm a secondary Mets fan. I'm not ashamed to say it. Family's all Mets fans. I watch basically every Mets game. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's times where I watch more Mets games than Red Sox games just because, <laughs> just because <laughs> one, I love I love the SNY booth. I love Keith Hernandez, uh, Cohen. Uh, or, well, now we uh, got Yuke. That's what I'm saying. So I, I loved – so. And then there's other times where it's just like, all right, do I want to watch bottom of the barrel socks this year, or do I want to watch Pete Alonso with a homer? So I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna lie. lie, I've watched old Red Sox highlights over watching their current games. That has happened. Yeah, so it happens. But with that said, I think the Mets are one of the best teams in baseball. I love this team. You know, they lost Edwin Diaz for the season. Huge, terrible loss. way. Huge, huge loss. loss. Um, Who's gonna fulfill that role? Well, they got David Robertson, which could. I think they. Here, let me get to it. This team streams that the Mets are done with the bullshit, and it's just purely based off of the way Steve Cohen was spending this year, this, mm-hmm. this offseason. They bring in Justin Verlander, albeit old, Cy Young, mm-hmm. literally last season. Kodai Senga, they bring him in overseas. They got David Robertson, another uh, closing piece. Tommy Pham, I think, is going to be a really good piece for this team. Watch out for that. And then Jose Quintana, I know he's a little banged up right now, but this team... Like, to me, I have a feeling the reason why they've been very conservative with their prospects, and they have a lot of them, Brett Beatty, uh, Francisco Alvarez, best in baseball, Mark Vientos, Ronnie Mercurio. Shout out to Ronnie Mercurio. He's the one that that saw and liked our Instagram story on, on uh, Tipsy. But these all these prospects, I don't think they need them to step in right now for the current team. I think Beatty could crack that roster, and I think he's disgusting. But... Keep an eye out. I think Francisco Alvarez, Vientos, Mercurio, there's a chance that some of these guys get dealt at the deadline and they just go all out. They get another starter. They get another closer. They get another bat. Who knows what it is? I think the Mets are kind of done with being screwed over, getting the, oh, they're the Mets. The Mets are yeah. going to Met, whatever it is. I think that this team, 90 to 105 wins, they have maybe my highest total um, and ceiling in, in baseball. Well, they can be sick of it all they want. They're still coming in third in this division. Oh, um, oh boy. The Phillies, the Phillies and Braves are both better teams than them. I don't care what anyone says. The Phillies are electric. I I love the Phillies. Even if the Phillies come in third in that division, they'll go further than the Mets in the playoffs. They have star power. They have the star power that you need. They have the grit that you need. They have the balls that you need to win in October. We saw, it, we saw it last year. We saw it last year. Okay. I I loved them last year. Obviously, so, anyone. So is your Phillies your number one? They're to win the division. I think the Braves will win the division, okay. but I think the Phillies come in second. 
And then you have the Mets at and third. And I have the Mets in third. So I have the Braves at second. I think they're my other contender, one of my other contenders for best team in baseball. You know what? No, no. Phillies are going to win that division. Okay. They added enough. The table. This guy they added enough. Philly. He hates the Eagles, but he loves the Phillies. The Eagles are a joke. Don't like, talk about my Weagles. The, the Weagles are a joke. Don't the Willies. <laughs> the Willies are awesome. <laughs> um, But... So I have the Braves second in this division, all right? 90 to 105 wins, similar to the Mets. I really like the squad. This team is almost perfect from a general management position. Um, they have so much youth and star mm-hmm. power. It's incredible to watch. Ronald Acuna will get going again. He's so gross. He's going to be amazing. Riley, um, Austin Riley is filthy. Absolute home run masher. Spencer Strider. I love Olsen. You know, Matt Olsen. I mean, they have all, they have all the pieces. All of them. They just added Sean Murphy from the Oakland A's, basically for free. Um, and I, I think this team's going to be disgusting. I think this team, another team that has one of the higher ceilings, maybe top three highest ceilings in the league. Watch out for them. I think they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, and then I have the Phillies at three, but yeah. it's kind of a – it's crazy. So I have – those two teams at 90 to 100. The wins. only thing that I can understand about you having them at third is they easily have the lowest floor. Yeah, I think if so. If the Phillies don't play how they can, they're probably an 85-win team. But it's just yeah. it's not going to happen based on how much talent so, they have. So, exactly. So that's and that's the thing I have Mets and Braves 90 to 105 wins and then I have the Phillies at 87 to 105. Mm-hmm. Same ceiling, mm-hmm. same potential, a little bit lower of a floor. Um they're another team that I want to put in that group for the best team in baseball. Do you get the trend yet? The NL East is stacked. It's stacked. It's Trey stacked. Turner to the Phillies. Trey Turner is disgusting. Insane. <laughs> like, He's disgusting. Don't even not even to mention Craig Kimbrell. They've got uh Taiwan Walker, yeah, who I really like from the Mets. I really good. like that move. Um there is something to monitor though. Reese Hoskins just tore his ACL. He's out think, for the year. I think that's a move that you can You can recover from. I think you can recover from. It. He's always been he's always been solid, but now, underwhelming. Schwarber. Schwarber's You're a fun. monster. Yeah. If you obviously Schwarber's a beast. One thing that I think is getting very um overlooked from this offseason and even last year. Harper was hurt halfway through the season and then into the playoffs last year. His elbow was, like, destroyed. Yeah. And, and hopefully you get a healthy now he has, time he gets back. He had this whole offseason. He opted out of, the obviously, the World Baseball Classic. He's been, re- he's been rehabbing. He's been recovering. Yeah. And now you have a fully healthy, ready-to-go, fully loaded with the best team he's ever been on, Bryce Harper. And that's a scary thing. I'm excited for to the entire it. MLB. I'm really excited to see it. This division's gonna be insane. And then I don't even want to rule out the Marlins are gonna be good. They're not gonna do anything they're, special. They're, but they're, they're gonna be good. A talented young team. That wrong place, wrong, wrong time. Exactly. Exactly. This division's too stacked. I like the direction they're heading in. Jazz Chisholm is a beast. Cover of of the show. Don't know how deserving he was to be the cover. No, nah, he show. was not deserving to be the cover. I mean, I want a little bit more. Maybe a I would have gone season. like Rafi Devers, or maybe not make him an eighty-six or an eighty-one <laughs> or whatever he is. Maybe maybe make him a ninety. I don't know, but I think for the Marlins, the key here is let Jazz Chisholm be himself. There's a lot of issues where a lot of people want him to get traded or wanted to trade him because he was, you know, he's flamboyant. He's he's into the game. Mm-hmm. He does his stuff. He. I bombs. think emotions coming back to baseball though. Yeah, I I think, I think let him rock. Um, Luis Arias is a great addition for them. Absolute. Batting title, you know, just hits, 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 mm-hmm. average. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what they're doing. It's not their time yet. Yeah. Uh, and then the Nationals, a lot of youth, not much else. Um, I think they're in the spot we all predicted them to be in. I do want to mention there are guys that I do think are going to have solid seasons for them. Keeper Ruiz, their catcher from the Dodgers. Uh, CJ Abrams, shortstop from the Padres. Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore. Um, and then I do want to mention James Wood, just so I have this on tape. James Wood is going to be a superstar in this league one day. Not yet, but he will be. Mm-hmm. He's their outfield prospect. I have them at 55 to 70 wins. And the Marlins at 75 to 87 wins. I see the Marlins winning 77 games, 78 games. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a bad they're, draw. They're a good team. Just it's a bad draw. Division's so loaded. Okay. This is another division that could be tricky. NL Central... I'm going Cardinals as my favorite team. One of my favorite teams from last year. I have them from seventy or eighty-seven wins to ninety-eight wins. Um, it's sad to say, but I do think there could be a little regression. It's not very often you have 
two of the top runners uh, runners for MVP, including the winner and Paul Goldschmidt. Um, and and then you're gonna what? You're gonna match it next year? Yeah. Like it's kind of tough. Yeah. Um, I love Wilson Contreras move. I love that he's one of the best hitting catchers in the entire game, maybe the best. Um, you know, they have two MVP MVP level guys in their lineup. They've got some solid pitching. I, I'm not as high on them this year as I was last year, just because I do think that there's a chance that the two their two guys aren't as good just from a you know production standpoint. But I do really like this team. I still have them winning the division. Yeah, I mean, I like them too. I like them a lot. I I don't know. I don't know if it's I, a tough team to read because they could be disgusting I, or they could take a step back. I want to take the Brewers. But it completely depends on whether or not Christian Yelich figures it the fuck out and starts playing baseball yeah, again. And I do want to mention, I, I watched a podcast he was on, and he made a big note on how this offseason he finally like came came into peace. Not like the Aaron Rodgers-esque, yeah. but like a tiny bit. The- he went sightseeing. He, he found himself. This is all what he was saying. And I think that there's a chance that we can get old Yelich back. And if we do, this team's dangerous. This, if, if they get Yelich back... They win the division. One of the things about the Cardinals that concerns me, it's not necessarily what you were saying about having two caliber MVP players and how can they keep that up. They had a bit of magic to them last year with, with Yachty, Pujols chasing course, the home Pujols, runs and then Yachty or Molina, both of them in their last season. It was kind of a last dance feel. You said that a lot last year. I remember you yeah, saying that a lot I, mm-hmm. of it being a last dance feel. And I think it's hard to follow up the next season with. It definitely is. Like a great year. They still have Wainwright to kind of give him a little bit left of yeah. the last dance, but, but I, I don't, completely agree with what you're saying. I, obviously, I'm not in the room. Pools and Molina were beloved in that clubhouse. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Wainwright is. He, I think he's right up there. He's definitely a step behind. He's definitely behind. not on the level. Yeah, yeah he's definitely of, a step behind both of them for sure. Like Molina might have been the most loved player in the league yeah, uh, yeah. across all teams. You you ask anyone how they feel about Molina, oh, I love Molina, great guy. And Beast. So, I mean, I think it's going to be tough for them to follow up last year's magical season, even though it didn't end in a championship. I could see it. It was still a special season to be a part of that team, so... Yeah. I, I um, see them taking a bit of a step back. Definitely. I think the Brewers are going to be right there, too, if they do take a step back to leap them. 85 to 95 wins is my um, range. Pitching, pitching, pitching. Corbin Burns is my Cy Young pick this year. Um, he's disgusting. Strikeout monster. Um, I wish they had more consistency in their lineup. The pop is there. Rowdy Telez has been a ma- massive for them. He is massive, and he will be massive again for them next year. Um, I think Yelich could come back to being his normal level, and they made some solid additions. I like Jesse Winker a lot. They have a great pitching staff, too. Great, Their pitching's phenomenal. They ha- Their best four players are pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jesse Winker, solid bat. If he can get going, that's a, that's a good piece. And then William Contreras, Will- Wilson's brother, Williams from the Braves, um, was an all-star last year. I don't know how deservingly he should have been an all-star starter last year, but albeit he was, it's a really good move that they made. Keep an eye out for the Brewers. Um, the Cubs, 75 to 85. Solid upgrades. Not a playoff team yet. Yeah. Cody Bellinger, I think. He's another guy. I, I kind of put him in the Yelich category of I like, think, dude, when are you oh, going to figure it out? Yeah. I think he can get going. And if he does, you know, this team could be interesting. Don't think they're a playoff team. They got Danzy Swanson. That's another great move. Jameson Tyone, Trey Mancini, Drew Smiley, Tucker Barnhart. They got some pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna need some more pitching to be really competitive. Though. I agree. Pirates sixty three to seventy seven wins. I want to root for them so bad, but they just suck. Like at least like try. Like what they do is they get these guys every once in a while. Two percent of them hit, and they're a star level player, like what they have right now with Brian Reynolds, and they don't want to pay him. They don't want to pay him. Yeah. So then they have to trade him. So now Brian Reynolds is gonna get traded this year for sure. Maybe even before the deadline. Just pay your players. If they're good, pay them to stay. That's how you build a team. O'Neal Cruz is interesting and fun to see. Um, I'd love to I love to monitor him and hopefully he has a good year. Andrew McCutcheon is back. You know, a little uh not the same Andrew McCutcheon. Not the same one for sure. Um David Bednar, all star, uh, and Brian Hayes, also good to watch. Uh Carlos Santana without the shift will be interesting as well. Um he's one of those guys that gets affected a lot. I I want to root for them. They suck. Do better. They suck. Do better. Great stadium too. Just do really better. cool. Uh, the Reds, another team. 
they don't deserve any of our time really for right no, now. But I really like their farm system. I really like their youth. Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, solid arms for them. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Keep an eye out on Ellie De La Cruz uh, and Encarnacion Strand. Two guys that are younger that could make a splash in the majors this year. Keep an eye on, th- on them for a breakout. Aaron, Sab- uh, Sabato, Aaron Sabato, um, or Sabato, I believe it is, uh, on the podcast. You know, he's a Twins prospect and friend of the pod. He came on and he said that these two guys are insane. Two of the best players he's ever played against in the minor league level. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, and Will Myers is basically their only addition. Mm-hmm. This team isn't worth our time. No. Next. NL West, we're now at the last division in baseball. And this is my highest peak team in the league. It's mine too. The Padres, 90 to 110 wins. This team could be legendary. It's right in front of us. Don't look too far. You know, don't. I'll, I'll take it a little too. I'll take it a little further. No, they could break the win record. That's what I'm saying. They could 100 percent. This break team the is disgusting. Record. It's I've <laughs> I've never seen a team this good in my entire life. They're so good. Xander so Bogarts is like the eighth best player. <laughs> they are so good. How is he the eighth best player? <clears throat> it's insane. It's ridiculous. the The crazy thing about it too is that. The pitching staff is gross. Is that the hitting gonna, is gross? Well, gonna be the dis- fielding is gross. They're going to be disgusting. And then twenty games in, they they're going to get Endo. Tatis, who's maybe the best player in baseball. So like, it's great. Additions, Xander Bogarts. Get a month into the season, they got Michael Waka. Your MVP, Michael Waka, who was great for us last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Lugo, solid reliever from the Mets. Nelson Cruz, I think he's going to have a sick year. I think he's going to hit like twenty-five well, bombs. That's the kind of guy like. Who fits perfectly into that team. Like, even if you need to give him a day off once in a while, it'll be like, in your day off, hey, eighth inning, we're down by one. Can you go hit? And then he just steps in and hits a nuke. Oh, he's going like, to be great for them. This team's insane. Another guy like that, Matt Carpenter. Yeah. He's, he's there, too. Like, I don't understand how the league let yeah. them get this stacked. This like, is, yeah, this is my favorite. People for, talking about the Phillies or the Mets or even, like, a team like the Yankees or any other team. No one comes close yeah. to this collection no. of talent. And no they're, one. They're one of my. It's, it's, they're probably my favorite team to watch. Honestly, they're going to win the World um, Series. I don't think they that's, are my bet for the World Series. I don't think that's even a debate whether <laughs> they'll make a run at the World Series. Like they're gonna win it. And I also think this team I also think Juan Soto now a year in, he's gonna have a major turnaround from from a little disappointing year last year. I think he's going to be... He had a lot of drama going on. He's going to be great this year. It was kind of like, where's Soto going to go? And then he goes there, and then he doesn't quite... It takes a while to get acclimated to a new team. Another uh, team that I want to mention that I think is going to be... I think they're still going to be great. Don't get me wrong. But definitely a step back. I have them where the Astros are a little bit. 87 to 97 wins. The Dodgers, they lost Trey Turner. They lost Justin Turner and Tyler Anderson to... um, uh, who got him? Was it the Angels that got him? Yeah, the Angels. Um, and they lost Evan Lux to injury. They added J.D. Martinez, David Peralta, no, Cindergard. I don't think this team's as good as people think. I think they'll be good just because of the Dodgers. They still got Mookie Betts. They still got Freddie Freeman. Um, they still got great pitching. Kershaw, Urias, you know, I, Bueller. I don't think this team's going to be as good as people think, so, think I, though. I think they could win 98 games. I think yeah. they're going to be a great team. Um, I think they're far better than the Astros. I think they're in a far better spot than the Astros are in. Um, but I understand your comparison a bit, where it's like maybe the magic has rubbed off a little bit. It's yeah. not the same as it was. I think so. Um, but who knows? This team could get hot and go on one more run. We don't know that who they knows? couldn't. And they could. And a lot of what they're doing has been not spending too much money. Which what people think is their prime to make a run. They at keep giving Kershaw one year deals too. They're yeah. they're making Kershaw a very manageable yeah, yeah. asset. It seems like they're they're doing all this to make Shohei and Soto, or at least one of them, very attainable mm-hmm. this offseason. So we'll see. They're gonna be great. And next year they're probably gonna be even better than they are this year. I think this year is a little bit of a buffer year though. They're, they're, I mean, when your buffer year is ninety eight wins, yeah, oh, you're pretty fucking good. Exactly. So um a team that I have probably my bigger biggest shocker to most people, I have the Diamondbacks from seventy eight to eighty eight wins. I think this team is good. I think they're a good team. I think, I think they're good. They make a guardian esque jump. Um I don't think I see playoffs yet just because of how good uh the division is. But 
I really like this core. They've Zach Gallen. Keep an eye on him for Cy Young. He's going to be great. They've got Cattell Marte, one of my favorite players. Uh, Christian Walker, completely underrated. So underrated. He had a great year last year. Power, everything. Merrill Kelly, solid pitcher as well. Now, keep an eye out. Gabe Moreno, their catcher, they got him from Toronto. I think he may just break out this year. He's a really solid. A lot of contact to him. He's got a little bit of pop as well. Um, Carson Kelly, their starting catcher, is out for a few months. He might, he's not rookie of the year eligible, Gabe Moreno, but he might be, um, he might be the best rookie to start the year coming in. I think he's going to be great in a great spot. They've got mm-hmm. youth in Alec Thomas, uh, Corbin Carroll. That's one of my rookie of the year picks. Gabe Moreno, as I just mentioned, Lordy's Goriel Jr., which is the other Goriel brothers. Brother, watch out for this team. They're going to pop. The division is hard for them to make the playoffs. But I love the additions. They also brought in Evan Longoria, a little veteran presence, and Andrew Chaflin. So I think this team's good. I think this team's solid. Yeah. And I have them over the Giants. So I think the Giants will be ahead of them, but by like a game. I think they'll be close. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to chirp you for saying that the Diamondbacks will be. I don't think the Giants are that good. I don't think they're a great I don't team. think so either. I think they're like extremely well, average. Well, you. You lose out on Carlos Correa. You lose out. And that's on another Judge, thing that hurts. And then you repl- and you lose Rodon, and you replace him with Mitch Haniger, yeah, Michael Confor- Conforto, Taylor Rogers, Sean Manea, Jock Peterson. I mean, those aren't guys that playing. can't play. Yeah, th- these are they're, they're decent players. These are, these are average to a little bit. These above are C plus players, players that are you're you're adding in to replace A plus talent. Yeah, that you would have that you yeah, would have had. Yeah, um, I think they take a step back. I agree. I mean. They're not really taking a step back from yeah. much. They weren't very yeah. good. Two years ago. Yeah. Then, they were phenomenal yeah, two yeah. years ago. Uh, the Rockies, yuck. Yeah, they <laughs> suck. Yuck. Um, Even in that altitude, they 55 to run. 72 wins is my range. The Giants have them from 70 to 80, 87 wins. But there's not a lot not a lot to go on. No. It's it's like the Keen Peel skit. Not a lot to go on. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris Bryant, CJ Cron, good. Not many great prospects right now. I think Zach Veen's pretty solid. I think this is another one of those divisions where you have your top two, you have your two at the top, and then there's a sizable gap. I mean, the D-backs are a good team. I'm not going to flame they're, them. Yeah, like, they're, they, they're they a have sleeper a t- team. They have talent. Um, if you want a dark horse team for the year, I agree with you. Yeah. It, it's honestly, it's them or Sox as the dark horse team yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think it would be them or the Sox. Um but I, at the same time, I think there's a sizable gap between the top two and the rest of that division. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, let's get into our playoff predictions and World Series pick and then award winners. I'll start off the playoff picture. I'm going first round buys, the Padres and the Mets. Those are my two buys. Wild card round, we've got the Atlanta Braves three seed versus the St. Louis Cardinals six seed. I think the Braves take care of business there, um, but we'll get to the... To get, we'll get to that in a second. I'll the be Do- honest with you. Yeah, I didn't draw out my uh, playoff picture. That's all right. You'll you'll throw in a World Series pick. Is that yes. cool? Okay. I will give you my final four. Perfect. Um, I got the Dodgers, the four seed versus the five seed Phillies. Um, and then I have it being the Padres versus the five seed Phillies and the two seed Mets versus the three seed Braves. Now in the American League, I've got the Blue Jays as my one seed. On that 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 heavy heavy ceiling that I've talked about, and I have the Astros as the two seed, based off of them just being completely solid, and you know they're they're always going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, wild card round, I've got the Yankees as the three seed versus the Twins at the six seed, and then the Mariners at four versus the Guardians at five. I have the Blue Jays versus the Mariners, and the Astros versus the Yankees. So out of that next round, I've got Padres, Braves to decide who goes to the World Series, and Blue Jays-Astros to decide who goes to the World Series. Padres-Blue Jays is my World Series pick. Very high on the Blue Jays this year. San Diego Padres take care of business. My team from last year to win it, they take care of business this year after adding yeah. even more than... Ah, disgusting. That's yeah. all. They're so um, For my Final Four in the NL, uh, I will go with the Padres, and I'm going to put in the Phillies. I think the Phillies get back to the Final Four, but the Padres will win. The Padres are gross. Do you think the Phillies are better than the Braves? Or you just think that in a series? I think in a series they would beat them again. Okay. I, that's, I, that's one of the – I was going back and forth with that one. Yeah, like I don't – Even having the the Padres beat the Braves was a little tough to me because I think the Braves might be the best team in the league. I think – around. I think that the Braves are a better-built team 
But when you get to October and the lights get brightest, I, I know I'm talking about the Braves who have won recently. Yeah. And they're a great team. Philly's got something special to them. They got they got a, oh, yeah. a bit of magic yeah, to them. Yeah. I, I see and them. You add Trey Turner. I mean, I don't think this is a one year thing too. I I think they're gonna have a five year window, four or five year window where it's like well, they have a bigger window than the than the Padres do because the Padres yes. are gonna lose. Soto, yes, the Padres, the Padres are gonna Padres lose. Are gonna have two of these guys after yeah. this year. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Padres beating the Phillies in the NLCS, and then in the ALCS. I got the got the Yankees and the Mariners in the ALCS. I'll take the Yankees to win and oh. go to the World Series. Oh. But the Padres will beat them in four games. Who wins in the World Series? Padres beat beat them in four. Padres in four. Yep. All right. I would be. That, I'm down with seeing the Yankees get swept in the World Series. Be- the Yankees are due to go back to the World Series, man. Like I hate them as much as any other Sox fan, probably even more. Um, <clears throat> but. You can't deny it. they're they're fucking good. <laughs> like they are good. All right, award winners. We're going MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. My AL MVP is Shohei Otani. I didn't. I wanted to take Jose Ramirez, but what the fact that Otani was in the conversation after Judge's year last year makes it like this guy has like he's gonna win it every year basically unless someone keeps doing a Judge year. Mm-hmm. NL, I'm going Juan Soto. I think keep an eye on Francisco Ta- or sorry Fernando Tatis. And Trey Turner as well, but I think Soto has an insane bounce back year and is a huge piece. What about you? So for the AL, I'm gonna go Shohei yeah. as well, and then the NL, I'm going with Bryce Harper. Um, I think the obviously I think that the Phillies are gonna have a sick year, and I think he's gonna be the biggest part mm-hmm. and the biggest reason that that happens. Um, he's just fucking gross. Yeah, he's, he's so good. Um, Cy Young, AL, I'm going Shane Bieber. I think the Guardians will be good this year. Also, keep an eye out for Alex Manaya, uh, for the Blue Jays, and Logan Gilbert. That is my AL. And then NL, Corbin Burns, I said it already. Uh, strikeout monster. I think this guy's going to be disgusting. And then Zach Wheeler and Zach Allen are two guys I'd want to watch out for there. I'm going to go with a hot take for the NL. I am going to go with Aaron Nola. I, I think, like that. I think that he's disgusting. I like that. Um, and then I think he really proved himself in the postseason last mm, year. Yeah. Uh, in the A, I'm going to go with another hot, hot take. I've been talking about it the whole episode. <clears throat> I legitimately think this guy is the best pitcher that the Yankees have. It's Carlos Rodon, I, and I think he's going to win the Cy Young wow, for the Yankees. That would be huge for them. And then to wrap it all up, Rookie of the Year, I'm going AL, Yoshi. Mazataka Yoshida. They got the same guy. He is a same beast. Guy. Um, I'd also look at Anthony Volpe, especially if he starts in the on the Yankees roster, which it seems like he will. Gunnar Henderson for the Orioles, Logan O'Hop, um, another guy to keep an eye out on. NL, I'm going Corbin Carroll, um, for the Diamondbacks. I think he's mm-hmm. gonna be disgusting. He's gonna be great. Also look at Kodai Senga yep. for the Mets, Jordan Walker for the Cardinals, Ellie De La Cruz. Definitely throw some money on him because watch out. For the Reds and Brett Beatty for the Mets, if he gets an everyday role, that is my rookie of the year pick. I'm gonna go Kodai Senga. Yeah. Um. I, I just anyone who watches hockey, you remember when Artemi Panarin became a rookie with the Blackhawks, came over from Russia. It's a very similar thing with these guys coming over from Japan, right? So, uh, they're like in their prime or reaching their prime Japanese right now for rookie of and, the year and joining uh the MLB as as rookies at as a grown adult men. So. I think it's just going to make the game easier for them to adapt to. All right. Well, that was all. We'll come back in uh, seven months to see if these predictions worked. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, check us out. Speaking socks, all of our pods. We're going to come back next episode talking about the uh, baseball. Uh, sorry. We're talking about the NFL, some of the offseason moves, talk about some basketball, talk about some hockey. Mm-hmm. And then, again, opening baseball, day baseball. Opening day baseball. Got to love it. We'll see you guys next time. Follow us on all the socials at Tipsy Tailgate Media. Peace.